Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Mike here with another edition of Diamond Hands podcast segment. Um, got a little bit of an update for you. Uh, nothing huge, but uh, we got some really interesting topics here. Um, let's get right into it. So the first one is that AMC announced that they will now be accepting cryptocurrency as a form of payment. Uh, the, CEO, the CEO announced that they will now be accepting Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, Ca- Litecoin and Bitcoin Cash. And they will be expected to be accepting these currencies by the end of the year. This is huge. Okay. I, if I remember correctly, the last time I spoke about this, this was simply speculation. And now it's confirmed. This is just another telltale sign that cryptocurrency is slowly but surely working its way into society. Again, it's so early, but the fact that now more and more businesses are deciding to accept cryptocurrency as a form of payment. And it's not that they're only accepting this. It's just that it's now just, it's it's why not add it? Why not accept this? Again, we've seen the soar in prices of um, Ethereum, Bitcoin, Ripple, Dogecoin, all of these cryptocurrencies over the past year. So we can tell, you know that there's a popularity for them. You know that people are, are at least holding these coins. And there are people who actually want to go out there and use them. Again, the, as I spoke on the last podcast, the fact that El Salvador is accepting Bitcoin, is, is adopting Bitcoin as its national currency. Now, I know that there's, you know, there's, there's, um, you know, they've actually, since I've spoken about that, there has been some pushback um, to that. They're saying that this is all just a publicity stunt, and it's not actually that good for their economy. Um, but th- most of them, um, they're that I feel that that anger is a little bit misdirected. That it's more directed at the politicians rather than it uh, rather than its direction at actually what Bitcoin's trying to solve. Now, I'm not um, uh, an economy major, so they 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 you know, likely have valid points to what they're saying. But I think a lot of that anger is a little bit more misdirected and it's more guided towards the politicians than towards actually what Bitcoin um, is trying to accomplish as far as decentralized finance goes and uh, allowing more people in El Salvador to be able to um, access these funds and most importantly, send them to and from each other um, for payments for bills. Um, There was one documentary that I watched and there was a gentleman who... uh, is using Bitcoin to pay his bills. And he said it's been, um, it, it has helped him substantially because the, uh, before he had to pay his bills, he had a, uh, he went, he, he used, um, you know, he had to use fiat currency and he had to sit on a bus, he said, sometimes for an hour to two hours, go down to whatever particular institution that uh, he had to go down to the to get all of his bill paid for. And he said he would have to do this, you know, two, three times a month sometimes. So whereas now he can just open up his phone and use Bitcoin to pay his bills. So again, I'm, again, I know that there's, uh, I'm sure that there's plenty uh, of um, reasons why, you know, people don't want Bitcoin um, adopted into a, uh, in, for the uh, country's national currency. But I, I think that the good uh, uh, outweighs the bad. But again, I, 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 this is coming from somebody. I am not an economist. I am not, a, um, you know, an economy major. So, but for the most part, from what I've seen, it's uh, a, a, um, as far as um, um, people's uh, overall consensus from a few of the articles that I read, a couple of videos that I watched. It seems a majority of them are accepting of it. Um, but again, there still is a little bit of pushback. But again, the fact that an entire country accepted a form of cryptocurrency, adopted a form of cryptocurrency as their as their national currency is huge and so again we have that amc is now accepting it um 
Um, as I mentioned, there's um, real estate agents who are allowing uh, um, some of their clients to uh, use um, cryptocurrency to um, buy and sell their homes. Again, it's slowly but surely working its way into society. And so uh, hearing that AMC now um, is it's confirmed that they are now accepting cryptocurrency as a form of payment. Uh, I think that's awesome. Again, just how cool is it that you can, I don't know, again, just to go down to the movie theaters and use um, uh, Bitcoin to pay, you know, uh, pay for your ticket or pay for popcorn. (laughs) What's funny is that in the beginning of the week, you could have enough Bitcoin to pay for one ticket. And then towards the end of the week, when you actually go, you might have enough money to pay for 12 tickets or none. Uh, but so, that, you know, obviously the volatility is still there. But still, uh, that's I think that's uh, again, it's just a, a great way to slowly implement um, the uh, normalization of using cryptocurrency. Uh, next bit of news is that um, Shib Inu, the, the uh, Doge, uh, Dogecoin alternative, uh, was listed on Coinbase Pro a few days ago. Um, and that has uh, since skyrocketed in price. Um, it has actually dropped considerably um, since, its, um, since its debut. Uh, give me a sec. I'm going to take a look right now and see what it's trading at. Um, so let's see. Yeah, it hit in it hit a high of um, 0. 0.40s, then 13.40, and now it's trading at uh, 0. 0.508. Um, so it has you know taken a bit of a dive, but it has seen a huge um, percentage increase since its um, first since its inception and since it's got released on Coinbase Pro, but has has dropped considerably. Um, I I don't know how much legitimacy there is or usefulness there is to this particular token. I know this is uh, still considered a meme token. Um, there there was a couple of articles that I read, but they were um, contradictory. So I don't want to give out any information about this coin at the moment because I'm not entirely sure which ones are true and which ones aren't. Um, obviously, because it's still early. Um, uh, you know, with uh, with everyone, um, there's been a lot of uh, uh, coins been um, uh, being made since. Um, you know, everyone saw how well Dogecoin did, but um, obviously, um, you know, Coinbase sees some legitimacy to it. Otherwise, they wouldn't have listed it. So there has to be, you know, maybe even if it was just for an asset to make money and not necessarily to use as an actual currency. Um, I'm not sure. Again, as far as my particular take on it, I I, I bought some for fun. Again, it, I it, you know it's so cheap right now. Why not spend 30, 40 bucks on it, um, and, and you know and see where it goes? Because you get like a you get like a million shares with like 30 bucks. So again, uh, Ship Inu got uh, got listed again. I don't know again how legitimate and and how um, how much of a chance this currency actually has of taking off. Um, but um, at the moment, it's so cheap. Why not? So. Uh, next, bit of, uh, next bit of news is that I just recently watched a interview between the CEO of Coinbase and Vitalik Buterin, uh, which for all of you who don't know, he's one of the co-founders of Ethereum. Um, and uh, he said a lot um, on that um, podcast. Uh, a majority of it, though, was mainly him just discussing, um, you know, uh, discussing the, 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 the fork that is necessary for Ethereum 2.0. He, you know, a lot of it was um, a lot of technical information that he was giving as far as you know the technology going in behind uh, uh, into Ethereum. But um, to sum everything up, he basically said uh, um, Ethereum 2.0 is 
um, pretty much ready. They still have a little bit of fine tuning um, uh, to uh, fine tuning to take place um, as far as before it actually you know uh, 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 launches. Um, you know because they're uh, um, they're working um, to switch everything over to proof of stake rather than proof of work with it, which is significantly um, easier on the environment. Um, again, which is one of Bitcoin's downfalls at the moment is the fact that it still uses a significant amount of electricity to mine. Um, so they're working over, uh, he, again, he's, he was just um, talking, again, that was a lot, a lot of it was technical and all, uh, um, the other portion of it was him discussing obviously the environmental impact of Ethereum um, 2.0 and, and working to get that completely moved over to proof of stake rather than proof of work. Um, uh, for, again, for a quick refresher, uh, if this is the first, if you're, if this is the first time that you're listening, if this is the first time you're listening, a lot of what I said might not make a lot of sense, but. Uh, um, uh, even more reason to continue to listen to these podcasts and, and do some research on your own again because uh, uh, again cryptocurrency is when you really start looking into it it's just it's so intriguing but anyway so proof um, uh, um, cryptocurrencies are mined right uh, they use uh, they use computing power uh, using computing power to solve these uh, very specific algorithms and whoever solves the algorithms gets the cryptocurrency um, right now at the moment the more computing power you have the more uh, the more likely it is you are to solve these algorithms. Uh, algorithms. Problem with that is they use a significant amount of energy to do it. So it's uh, so that would be that's proof of work. Uh, that's um, yeah, proof of work. So the more computing power that you have, the more likely it is that you are going to get a Bitcoin to mine a Bitcoin, Ethereum, so on and so forth. But proof of stake bases that on how much you are actually staking. So the more that you stake. The more the more um, Ethereum or Bitcoin that you stake, the the first chance that you get at solving these um, algorithms, rather than just the computing power alone. Um, I know that again. There are uh, to play devil's advocate. It's like well, then there uh, a lot of people are uh, attacking it, saying then wouldn't that basically um, just make it so that the rich continue to get richer? And they have a very valid point. But I'm there's there's still a lot in the works um, that is going on around that, so I, I can't I can't necessarily um, come back with the rebuttal at the moment um, because again there's again it's still so this technology as adva- as advances it's come especially in the past uh, what now uh, you know seven eight years it's still pretty early on as far as what's possible and what's the most um, efficient and fair way of being able to mine these coins. Um, but as far as the environment is concerned, it's definitely a, a better alternative to that. Um, so we talked a little bit about that. And then again, I, the, um, this wasn't in the interview with the CEO of Coinbase. This was a separate, as I mentioned last time. Um, somebody asked him again, um, um, and an interviewer for um, a cryptocurrency website uh, interviewed, uh, and he said that, again, that he would be open to doing a Dogecoin uh, Ethereum collab um, uh, if if the circumstances warranted it again i don't exactly know what that means specifically but that would be insane i would love to see where the price of eth and doge would go if that were to happen um so but again i it's mainly it's 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 more about being able to solve more 
problems with currency than it is necessarily just to make money. Um, again, and, and the whole idea around decentralized finance and uh, being able to easily and securely send and receive money, um, you know, it's it's more it's it's based. You know, they're they're focusing more on that, and then obviously in the environment with mining than they are necessarily obviously with, with about prices and stuff. And so yeah, as I said, you know, everything is still so young as far as um, this technology and the acceptance of it and where it's going to go in the future. Um, and, and as I, you know, as I mentioned, I'm still learning too, you know what I mean? There's, there's still so much that, um, uh, with cryptocurrency that there's a lot that I have uh, understood, um, over this past year of kind of, uh, studying it, but there's still an insane amount, you know, there's still an immense amount of, um, content and te um, technology that I, you know, don't understand and the world doesn't understand. And that's the thing too. It's that these developers of these cryptocurrencies, um, obviously if they want their cryptocurrency to be more widely accepted, they have to, you know, you have to solve a problem. There has to be a problem again, if, uh, you know, um, Bitcoin, uh, you know, the security of it, the, um, the uh, ease of sending it, the trend, you know, the transaction fees, then Ethereum with their smart contracts, there's, you want to be able to solve a problem, but you also want to be able to explain that the, the solving of that problem, um, effectively and simply to people who, don't understand uh, cryptocurrency, and especially people who aren't, uh, you know, aren't engineers, uh, people like myself, to be able to say, this is what this technology does, this is what it's going to solve, and this is how it's we're going to implement it into society, and being able to explain it simply. Right now, there's not a lot of information that you can look up that can make it easy to understand. There, there's a few, but there's not much. A lot of it, again, is still so raw as far as the information that you're getting. Um, of what's going on um, in the crypto space. So again, that's it, it, it does make it a little bit discouraging when you're trying to figure it out. So it's like they not only have to solve a problem and explain why their crypt, what sets their cryptocurrency apart, but also be able to thoroughly and effectively explain to the public what their technology does and why they're doing it. You know, because it, it, that's, 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 you know, ultimately what it's going to be all, you know, what it's going to be all about is, you know, but to get, you know, the person who is not interested in crypto, necessarily interested in cryptocurrency, is not interested in learning the technical and the, you know, the technicalities behind it, but still wants to invest in it and still, and still wants to be able to use it because of its ease of access. You know, it's the same thing. It's like people, who, again, when you buy a computer, you know, I, mean, I would say a majority of people don't want to know how necessarily how the computer works, how the power supply works, how the memory works. They want to be able to just, okay, tell me how I can use this computer, this computer to uh, effectively enhance my life or to add a convenience to my life. Oh, this is how you can search the internet. They don't want to know how the power. So it's like, this is, this is what the developers have to continue to work on, I believe, um, and, and to be able to adopt it more. And I think that's a huge thing, speaking to all the developers out there. Like, they're, again, they're, they're, I'm sure that they have their hands full developing this, but, but you have to be able to explain it in more simplistic terms to people like myself and to people who really almost have no interest at all. Because if you want to get the majority of the population, you want to get this more widely accepted, they have to be able to easily understand what you're doing without the technical terms. Again, blockchain, blockchain technology in and of itself is fairly complicated. Um, it's, you know, uh, you do have to spend a few minutes kind of understanding how, um, 
each block is created, how it's each block is connected to the block um, that came previously before it, how nodes work, how peer-to-peer -peer network works. So there is a you know a bit of information. So you know, as far as my my message to the developers is basically what, again what I'm saying is just being able to more to to simply explain what you're doing in more easy to understand terms, so that way people. Um, again, who have almost zero background in cryptocurrency are more eager to support you in what you're doing and in, in, in what's going on. Um, and, and I think that as, you know, as, as it gets implemented more into society, that will take place. Uh, obviously, they're not necessarily focusing on that, you know, um, uh, at the, at the moment, as far as I know. So, um, yeah. So again, it's just it's just interesting. So um, yeah, and again, so again, there, as as the news comes in, again, you know, there's a lot of um, again, there's still a lot of other smaller businesses that are accepting it as well. So it's just um, it's about getting the the big major, you know, bigger corporations, well-known corporations, accepting these cryptocurrencies that will ultimately um, lead to the more um, widespread use um, of cryptocurrencies in general. So uh, yeah, uh, again, one more piece of news that I almost forgot um, is that um, I believe it's called Dogefest. Give me a second. Okay, it's called Dogepalooza um, and it's happening in October. Let's see if I can get the, um, the actual date here, but uh, it's an all around global celebration and movement of Dogecoin. Um, and the festival is open to the public and will include live entertainment from national and local headliners, major artists and DJs, food and drinks, Dogecoin and merchandise giveaways, vendors, charities, uh, educational venues for learning about Dogecoin and being able to teach businesses to be able to use, accept and understand Dogecoin. Um, and it says, let's see, I'm pretty sure it's taking place in Texas. Um, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's Doja Palooza Festival 2021 um, that's going to be taking place. So uh, again, just another uh, another way of uh, of uh, cryptocurrency working its way into uh, into society. Yeah, it's going to be in Austin, Texas. Um, I think this uh, it's Constellation Field. If I'm reading this correctly, I could be wrong. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's going to be pretty huge. So the fact that there's a whole festival with uh, major headliners um, uh, that are going to be there talking about Dogecoin is is uh, is pretty awesome. So yeah, so again, that that'll wrap it up here. Um, again, um, continue to to uh, again as I'm going to continue to try and do my best to explain this information as best as I can um, to be able to get it to, to, to you guys to, again, I'm learning along with you. I cannot stress that enough to be able to understand, to, be, to you guys be able to understand that, like why this is so exciting. Like we're as ushering in this new era of currency um, and, and of how the world works in general. So um, thanks for listening guys. Um, give us a, a um, um, subscribe on uh, Spotify, yeah, so uh, give us a follow on all the ma uh, major social media platforms. Again, TikTok, um, Facebook, Instagram. Um, and again, we're, we're continuing to grow. We have a uh, very um, the diversified topics that we go over from mental health from to sports to cryptocurrency to books. So uh, again, if you haven't already, um, continue to dive into us. We are at the Brotherhood of Podcasting. Uh, again, just search that name. We'll come up. And again, we're growing along with you guys. So um, any feedback is 
immensely appreciated. Even if it's negative, if you don't agree with it, we're just looking for any sort of engagement that we can get from you guys. Um, um, and again, we've been more than willing to have people on as guests. So again, we appreciate all and any support that we can get. I'll talk to you next time.